0: hello hello my friends my family my community my tribe welcome to the hippie mom's podcast here we are back in podcast land and today we have one of my favorite people in the whole wide world um, she is truly an inspiration to me I love her energy um, she's on a mission, a really important mission to change the way we view and treat mental health. And she uses science-backed tools that improve well-being. And um, she has been a, a guest on the podcast before, Dr. Roseanne Kapana Hodge. Um, and she's <clears throat> she's a warrior. I will tell you what she is doing in the world is so inspiring and I really feel so honored (laughs) that she would um, just spend so much time with me and come onto the podcast and bring this community her wisdom. Um, Just a little bit about her if you don't know of her is she's truly a mental health trailblazer. She actually is the founder of the Global Institute of Children's Mental Health um, and she really is about using science-backed tools, um, and she focuses on holistic living and methods. Uh, She's known for teaching how to calm the brain in order to have a happy family and giving the keys to unlock the brain's potential. She has a trademark method called Brain Behavior Reset, and she's helped thousands address the most challenging conditions such as ADHD, executive functioning, anxiety, OCD, mood, Lyme, Pans, Pandas, and this is all science-backed holistic therapies, you guys. She is on—I don't want to say our side, but she is coming from the same place that our hearts are. And she's all about helping us attune back to the natural rhythm of Mother Nature. And she's just, she's just one of my favorite people, you guys. I can't wait. And today, um, just as the podcast title is, we're going to talk about the missing ingredient that we must have to improve our children's behavior. If you don't have this, nothing's gonna work. This is the foundation of everything from which our child's behavior grows. So uh, I hope you love this conversation as much as I did. It was so much fun, and uh, I hope that energy comes through and you uh, leave this podcast with um, just insight, clarity, uh, a deeper understanding of what you can do and, and the possibilities are endless. So let's dive in. Oh, and before uh, we dive in, I want to just uh, make sure that you all are aware that Dr. Rowe just launched her podcast, It's Gonna Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne. And it's it's an incredible resource for so many parents that struggle with the mental health of their children. So um, I'm gonna make sure that all of her links and everything you need are in the show notes. Okay, now let's dive in. All right, everyone. We have one of our most favorite guests of all time. Dr. Roseanne is back with us, you guys. I'm so excited. And guess what we're gonna be talking about? The missing ingredient in improving our kids' behavior, who needs that? Yes, I hear everyone applauding. Welcome back, Dr. Roseanne.
1: Hello, sister from another mother and fellow Aquarian. I love you so much, Miss Becky, oh, and I'm I so love glad you. that we're having another conversation. To, I, I mean, just for us, but also for all the other mamas that are listening. <laughs> totally,
0: we have so much fun connecting and chatting, and just you know, we both have this. This the this fire inside of us um, that is really about helping moms really look at natural, truly natural, holistic ways to help their children and their families because there's so much misinformation out there. We get confused, we get bad advice from our doctors that we hold on pedestals. And we really need we, you are a guiding light. And I'm just so happy you're here to help us guide us into. Just this new way of thinking and living. And a lot of our listeners have been on this path, which is beautiful. Yet we are going to talk about something that is so profound and so important and really kind of obvious that we tend to miss. And it's really about this understanding of how we can really, how we as parents can help our children and their behavior, because a lot of kids, are, a lot of parents and kids are struggling right now
1: struggling and you know you have everyday behaviors we have normal developmental behaviors we have clinical behaviors and then we have total shit show out of control behaviors yeah. and today you know 911 50% of all calls to 911 are mental health related in every city uh, suburb across America. Really? And yes, absolutely. Police officers have to have extensive mental health training and, you know, behaviors like I'm in a lot of Facebook communities. I have my own Facebook community. You have your own Facebook community. And, you know, I am in there because I'm a special needs mom, but I want to also hear what people are, you know, talking about. And I read this like, Oh my God, this post today, Becky, it was one of those, you know, like probably character limit posts. And it was this mom who was like, I don't know what to do with my kid. The psychiatrist fired me, uh, you know, this, I can't find an inpatient, the school's trying to help. And she was like, I had to call 911 again to deal with the behavior. So that's an extreme, but behavioral issues amongst kids, you know, behavior is the language of children, right? It's how they tell us What's going on in the inside, because they might not have the words, even though they might be bright, articulate kids, if we're not really opening conversations about um, feelings, sensations and thoughts on a regular basis, our kids are not going to connect the dots. Hello, adults don't connect the dots, right? I I was just going to
0: say that. I mean, most of us as adults now were those children. We were children that were told, don't say that, don't do that. Don't be this, be this way so that we can feel comfortable. And so we had to stuff it all down and then we had to put our social masks on so that, so that we could be loved so that we were good enough to be loved
1: especially women were yeah. told to you know be caregiver first mm-hmm. and care about ourselves last mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of us including myself at different times having a child with pans who I thought every treatment was going to be a sprint so I would be like okay you just have to sprint through this hell of these treatments and it's going to get better and then after a number of years and a lot of weight gain I was like okay this is a marathon, uh, calm your ass down, breathe and take care of yourself a little bit. And, and, you know, we're here to talk about the missing ingredient, yeah. right. In our children's behavior. And it's something that is a surprise for a lot of people. And I say this in no way to ever shame a parent or make you feel any more guilty than we already do. The mother anxiety and guilt is real, but it really is to calm and regulate our own nervous system mm. first, right? It's that oxygen mask analogy, because if we are not regulated, our children are not regulated. No. Gosh. And it just becomes really hard, you know, when we talk about the mom who shared that post where their kid was completely out of control. I mean, every day I work with people in person and virtually all over the globe. And uh, we had a family who called us today and they they uh, were from another country and they were like, we did a Google search and Dr. Rose name came in and we're in New York. Can we just come in? And, <laughs> and it was like, well, we don't have an appointment, but next time, next time. So they're actually going to come back out this summer um, to see us again. So but we, we struggle and, you know, we, there's so much on our plate. We feel very overwhelmed and we always think, well, my kid is too dysregulated dis- for me to take care of myself. I've got, I have a busy job. My husband's a jerk. My mother-in-law is a pain. Whatever you got is your obstacle, yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you only need 10 minutes a day to regulate your nervous system. And we can talk about w- ways to do that, yeah. but when we have it together, I don't think anybody can contest when our cup is full and your kid is annoying or you've had a disappointment or you're, you know, something is going on. We're just better equipped at handling it. Right. Oh, so much.
0: We, we just have a, we have more capacity. We have more yeah. spaciousness. Mm -hmm. to, to, to show up and be like, okay, I I got this. But when we're empty, we're drained, we're tired, we're fatigued, we're not feeling cared for. We have no resources left.
1: None, none. None. No. And you know, it's so funny. I had like, I'm not a great sleeper. I'm a woman of a certain age. And I had this fabulous night of sleep last night, Becky. (laughs) And as I shared with you, two adults are having a disagreement around me and I am like nothing but Total positivity about it because my cup is full, Mm -hmm. right? I slept good. Plus, these are good human beings, they'll they'll work it out. But um, you know, it's just so different when you try to regulate. And I think, you know, instead of feeling guilty or concerned or overwhelmed, how am I going to calm myself? And I and so that you can share your calm. That's what we call it here is sharing your calm. You have to switch your script, you know, flip your script and say, This is my opportunity. To make things better, right? Yes. And not only am I going to help myself, I'm going to help the people around me. And, you know, I always try to help people to understand. Think about a person who is very uh imbalanced or anxious or easily angered, whatever you want to think of in your head, they have a level of something that is almost palatable, yes. right? You can feel it. Yeah. You can feel it. And you're like, wow what's going on, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Especially when they're like that all the time, right? It, you yeah. know, then you're you're almost avoiding of them, right? And you also were like, oh, I better not bring that up. She's not going to hear it. But then when you think of somebody, right? Like I think of you, I'm like, I could call you up and I could talk to you about anything. And, mm-hmm. and you're just going to be like, this is what's going to happen. I feel it. I see it. You yeah. know, these are the kind of conversations Becky and I have yeah. all the time. And um, it's just different. You know, that person is an anchor. Right. Yes. And it, it not only when it comes to your kids, it creates a safe space yeah. for conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, And no conversation with your kid is unimportant, but it doesn't mean you have to be perfect, right? Uh, Even when our kids talk to us about certain things. um, You know, I recently had a situation. I talk about my John Carlo. I have Max and John Carlo. Max is that kid where you got to really watch what you're saying around him. He's an internalizer, right? Mm -hmm. But now he's gotten older. So I can say to him, I'm going to talk to you about something. It's going to be a little heavy. And he's like, what? And he processes it differently. But John Carlo is like, you know, he came out as a, you know, kid as a 57-year-old. But I recently <laughs> talked to him about something kind of heavy. And I, I didn't really think it through. And because he's so good at it. And then he internalized it. Mm-hmm. And I felt so guilty. Guilty, 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 because I was like, Oh, I just dropped that in his lap because he seems like he's a 57-year-old, but no, he's a 12-year-old boy. And then the teacher emailed me and uh-huh. said, Is there something going on with John Carlo? He appears to be um not himself. And that's I only ever happened one other time. Wow. And, um, and so I talked to him about it and he was like, well, I'm really worried about blah, 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 the thing you told me. And I was like, well, why didn't you talk to me about it? You know? And he was like, well, you did talk about it and it made me worried. And I was like, okay. So I was like, what do you know? What do you think? And then let's talk about it. And we talked about it and he's like, okay, I feel good about this. And oh. then he talked about it with his dad. And then I talked about it the next day and then it was gone. But mm. the point of that story is, you know, uh, in, in that case, when I first talked about it, Dr. Rowe wasn't even calm when I was talking about it. Yeah.
0: Oh my, yes. Oh, you just, you truly encapsulated. It's not even almost what you say. It's the yeah. energy behind what you're- That's right. yeah.
1: Yeah. So then I was like, oh, holy cow, you better calm your ass down, girl. And and I talked to him and I was like, pull it together. And I was in a different space and we had a good conversation about it. And, you know, they look to you to see what your body language is, to hear what your tone is. Right. Um, and there are some kids like, you know, my max, like I wrote a great blog, there's a clinical condition. It's not in the diagnostic and statistical manual. It's called rejection, sensitivity, dysphoria, RSD. And it's when certain kids, um, are very sensitive to real or perceived criticism or rejection. Mm. So it's that kind of kid and, and my max has evolved, but I could be like, can you put your dish away? And he'd be like, why are you talking to me like that? But I have to be like, Hey, Max, honey, it's dinner's over. Do you mind putting your dish away? And he's like, okay. And he, if I don't have like a positive tone, he interprets it as a criticism, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not, again, we've learned, we've evolved, we've done a lot of reinforcement, but uh, 70% of ADHD kids have, re- and adults have rejection sensitivity dysphoria. So what's the natural combat- combatter to things, right? It's trying to regulate our nervous system. Yes. When we are stressed, we're not going to sleep as well. We're going to be irritable. Our communication in terms of both listening and how we talk to others is not going to be optimal. Yeah. Um, maybe we're gonna wanna drink three glasses of alcohol. Maybe yeah. we're gonna wanna avoid people and Netflix binge every minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we're not gonna exercise. Maybe we're gonna have ding-dongs, maybe, maybe not on the hippie mom's podcast. <laughs> Organic ding-dongs. organic ding-dongs what is, i forget that brand of um uh that has all the gluten-free stuff it's like with a k and they oh. make donuts and they make um oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, make, like, organic twinkies and stuff yeah. like that. My kids yeah. bought it and they're like what is a twinkie mom they said to me <laughs> you're like yes <laughs> i have done a good job but yeah. you know that's so they, so they were like, do you want to try one? I was like, I'm going to try one. I'm going to try one, but I'm not going to have six, six of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and, and this is like a real conversation we're having, Becky, because who the heck in this pandemic world yeah. is not feeling a level of stress? Yeah. I mean, I think the aftermath,
0: and then I just think we aren't, we aren't, we are present. We're not a present society. We are in the constant spinning of the mind and we, you know, it's, it's what well, you're and, talking about And our device and right? our devices. Oh, mm-hmm. geez. I mean, yeah. don't even get me started on that. I mean, we really are. We're so disconnected
1: so and we, disconnected. Are,
0: we have to be connected within ourselves if and, and, and calm. If we want our kids to be connected and
1: calm and, and that's what I, yeah. That's I, I right. think that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's as my father Tony would say, it's easy with the mouth, right? So (laughs) I love that. It's easy with the mouth. He's got all the sayings that I use all the time. So, right. He always says, Rose, it's easy with the mouth. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the the action, what does that look like? It means you have to cultivate it. Like you can't just be like, today I'm gonna be calm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not realistic. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, real world things happened that dysregulate our nervous system, you know, um, you know, my mother passed away after being in a nursing home for, you know, 15, 16 months. Oh gosh. Mm -hmm. After having a stroke, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, and she got such good care that, you know, it just extended it, her, her, her passing. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm really good with stuff. I feel like I'm prepared, but it doesn't matter. Your nervous system dysregulates and you have to say, okay, you know, I'm having a hard time with this. I don't like my job. My kid is really struggling. I mean, you know, clinical issues are real, you know? Um, And just because your kid has a hard time with behavior or attention doesn't mean they have a clinical diagnosis. There might be a stress you know, in the world around them, in their own eco- ecosystem, at school, at home, whatever is going on and we yeah. have to put some care for it. But, you know, the number one determinant of a child's mental health is maternal mental health. Mm. <sighs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, yep. So you can be empowered by that or you can yeah. be freaked out by that. Yeah, we're going to be empowered. We're going to be empowered. empowered.
0: Yeah, we're going to be empowered because we have we have this power in our hands. We really do. And I think what's so beautiful, you you know, you being here and you helping us see this path is that it's not out of our control. Like we really do. There are a lot of things out of our control, but the way that we show up is in our control. And like you said, how do we, I mean, can you lead us? Like, what are some
1: simple things that we can do to cultivate, to get grounded, to come home? Absolutely. And so first of all, let's, you know, nerdy nerdy brainy stuff with me. I want you to understand the neuroscience of a positive mindset. I think that's really important. So it takes one quarter second for our brain to recognize a negative. Mm. Okay. 20 seconds to recognize a positive. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. So start out knowing your brain is always going to focus on the gap instead of the gain. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's going to focus on the overwhelm, the lack of the actual big outcome happening, and it's not going to see all the micro successes. Okay. And when it comes to what, you know, mental wellness, our kids success success in your relationships, success in work, success in every area, it's really celebrating and seeing the small pieces that create the wins, right? So like, you know, a plant doesn't just grow, it starts, you know, and and then all of a sudden, boom, you plant it and two days later, it's a it's a huge plant. It takes time, right? Wow. Didn't you say something about nature last week? Like, Yes, how
0: um, it, nature never rushes yet. Yeah, it yeah. everything's, yeah, accomplished. Nature,
1: yep. So let's just acknowledge that we're going to have to take a minute and say, because, you know, some of us are glass half full yeah. and some of us are glass half empty. Mm-hmm. And if you're a glass half empty, you don't have to be a glass half empty. Yeah. You're, you can work to be a glass half full and it's going to require patience and micro steps. So just knowing that right everything starts with understanding the brain and so our brain will do believe anything that you tell it right mm-hmm. so you're going to start your day and you're going to, you know, I don't care if you get in front of a mirror, but you're literally going to start the day. And I don't care if you look in the mirror and you're like, it's going to be the best day ever, yeah. you know, or, you know, I welcome all the pieces of my day. You're going to start mm-hmm. with some kind of mantra, some kind of saying, you know, I, my saying is it's going to be okay on the trademark for it, but I'll let you use it. And- <laughs> you're so sweet. <laughs> but you're going to, and that's my podcast and my book too. It's going to be okay. So, but it's, you're going to, you're going to be like, it's going to be okay. Or, you know, I, I am ready for everything, every nugget of the day, whatever it is, get your damn mantra and say it. You know what I mean? So, so you start out that day, you know, and you know, what are things that bring stress relief to you that are healthy? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, start writing that down. You know, I use the notes section in my phone for everything. I love that. Somebody tells me a great tip or something. I literally have a tip section. I have like retreat pages that I like, like I do all kinds of things in there and then I just search for it. Right. And they're all in one section. So, so, you know, put, do a brain commerce section, right. And then Start listing it, right? Mm -hmm. I feel good when I listen to Becky on her show. Then, right, Um, I like breath work, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, you like breath work. Let's dig into that, right? How many times you're going to do it? Where am I most likely to do it? I like to actually do breath work, you know, the start of my day is before my feet touch the, the ground and before I go to bed. And then I try to do it multiple times throughout the day. Three rounds. I do a four, seven, eight breath. So in for four seconds, hold for seven, exhale for eight. I love that breath. Yep. Yeah. That breath you could breath. do a box breath. Some of my busy mind people need a box because yeah. they need to visualize a box, whatever so, it is. I
0: don't care. Tell, do tell us what that is
1: just for listeners who don't understand what yeah, that is. So a box breath is your, your, your breathing for four, 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 you visualize a box Mm -hmm. right and then you breathe in for four exhale for four breathe in for four exhale for four Mm -hmm. and and here i am because i'm italian if you can't see me i got my hands making a box yeah is it do you hold the breath or do you inhale hold for four some people inhale and exhale right so some people inhale hold Exhale and then okay. start over, right? So you have a couple so options. So you have some options of what yeah. people decide to do. The whole point of it is visualizing sides of yeah. a box for people okay. that um, get caught in a loop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um so and it's totally normal. Yeah. And breath work it should be the foundation for everything. I mean, and it's free. Mm-hmm. It's the quickest way to regulate your nervous system. And in order to create a calm nervous system, again, you need 10 or more minutes of practice a day, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, how do I create a lot of calm? And, and, you know, if you haven't heard me talk before, your brain knows no difference. Your nervous system knows no difference between good and bad stress. So if you just had a baby, you're, um, got a new job, you moved into an amazing house or your husband left you, or your best friend broke up with you, it's your nervous system is not going to know the difference. It's going to feel better when it's a happy thing. But in terms of creating, um, a stress activated nervous system, it's going to do the same thing to Mm -hmm. your actual body. So we still have to counter it even when great things are happening. And then let's think about what are other things that sort of create calm for you, you know, I like to cut and chop um, as much of the things that aren't a hell yes in my life. Okay, so if it's not a hell, yes, it's a hell no. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're obligated to things that you don't have to be obligated to, I don't know, being on uh, who knows, whatever it is in your life. Right. Oh, all of a sudden I'm signed up for this thing that my kids hate going. Get rid of it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, that's creating stress for you. If you have toxic relationships. Oh, that's a big one. Big one. Big and one. If you, big one. And, you know, your moms are listening as you move into your 30s and you glide into your 40s and 50s. The best part about your 40s and 50s is you get damn good at setting up boundaries. Oh, okay?
0: yeah. Saying right? no is, is so powerful. So
1: powerful. It is. It's saying yes to yourself. And you get rid of the mental space, the negativity, yes. right? Oh, so much. So, and the way that I like to think about boundaries is you're doing people a favor by setting boundaries Yeah. because they don't know crap about boundaries. And when you set boundaries for others, it actually helps to anchor them too. Mm. So, um, and you know, you are a grown woman. And so if you want to set boundaries, you obviously you're being appropriate, you're talking, but just set a boundary and don't stress about it. Don't feel guilty. You know, don't set a boundary in haste or in disagreement, set a boundary in a way that's like, Hey, listen, that's just not working for me anymore. I can't do the pickup for you at 7am, like whatever it is. And if you have toxic relationships with people, reevaluate them, you know?
0: That's yeah, that, huge. That's one of the things too, is it is, and it's easy for me. Cause sometimes we don't know like what's toxic or what's not. And the easy way is how do I feel after my encounter? Do I feel full and positive and like excited or do I feel drained and just energetically totally. like, Ugh.
1: so well said, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like when Becky and I talked to each other afterwards, we're like, I love you. I'm yeah. sure. Right. You know, and, totally. and we talk about heavy stuff. We yeah. don't, it doesn't mean you're avoiding, don't avoid no. the mess. It's not a fake, fake no. face. It's, it's no. real. It's, 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 it's a real. heart connection. Yeah. It's a heart connection. And, yeah. and you know, at, it, like, as I don't have patience for people anymore that don't have a capacity for deep stuff. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I can have superficial conversations all day long. OK, I should be a QVC host. But <laughs> you want to call me QVC? I'll sell yeah. it. I love it. Um, But I don't want that in my life. Like no. I want like the deep people where I don't have to pretend that, oh, oh you know, like I always say, um, you know, I used to, I'm not saying I ever hid my kids stuff, but when your kids are little, you keep thinking their behavior is going to get in line. And, and it caused so many people repelled everybody pretty much in my life. And, um and that's okay, but it's still hurt And then I got old when the kids got older and everybody wanted to hang out with me because you know how fun I am. Yeah. um I so fun, right? So I <laughs> literally just right away said, Hey, I got special needs kids. And, um, remember I said this to you yeah. and, and I said, um, you know, my max might tell my husband to F off. And you said to me, Oh, that's great. Cause my kid will too. <laughs> so I was like, we're getting together. And it was a boundary. It was like a yeah. bound because yeah. 99 of people, 99% of people looked mortified that I would say that. And literally stopped the conversation about getting together. And then I was like, oh, it was so freeing for me, Becky. Mm -hmm. It stopped the heart hurt. It stopped the worry. And then, you know, I knew like he was going to be okay. But if he wasn't okay, they weren't going to care. You know what I mean? Like Totally. And they didn't take it personally. They didn't take it as a contagion. So boundaries are really important, right? So that breath work boundaries, and really carving out time, right? Oh, so it's yes. just so important. So like um, my teenager sleeps to God knows what time, but my 12 year old, sometimes I'm like, Hey, let's get up a little extra early. And we do brain gym activities. So brain gym activities for people that don't know, you can Google it. It's free. Don't go to a brain gym center. Just do it for free. And um, and it's when you cross the midline. So mm-hmm. you move from right to left and you have to cross over the midline. So if you can visualize, if you're listening, I like to just do figure eights. So I take my hands and I do figure eights, but I love to do them in the morning. Um, big body with my 12-year-old in front of, uh, we live in the Northeast In front of the patio doors. So Mm -hmm. I get light, right. Mm -hmm. Help to get my, you know, circadian rhythm working and we're moving and we're doing a brain calmer activity. Mm. It's just a few minutes, you know, five minutes in the morning. And like today I didn't do it. And I was like, oh, I got to do it. I feel it. Right. Um, So what are those things that feel good, that are healthy? Um, What can you do on your own? I really try to live by example for my kids and, you know, like, it's like, my kids have been hearing about, we launched this podcast. We we have a new product called Com PMF. It's a um, PEMF. It's a device that regulates the nervous system. And my kids have been seeing that I literally have been working like a dog seven days a week. And I, it was launch week last week and my teenager would came down and he was like, mom, so how's the launch going? And I was like, thank you for asking Max. Hmm. And he was like, is it going as you expected? And and (laughs) so cute. And, you know, and I was like, I'm not going to, I was like, it is, and I just need a little more time to calm the heck down. I'm trying. And, you know, week two, what a difference in me. Like I feel physically different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it didn't just happen. You guys don't get stuck. So the other part of this, when we get in a fear state, we get immobilized. We get into analysis paralysis. We, we say I did X, Y, and Z and it didn't work. Um, I made this investment in time and resources. Whatever you did, and you somehow think it's magically going to work, right? It's like right, when right. they tell you your eighteen-year-old um, Toyota um, Highlander isn't working anymore, and you somehow think you're still going to get one more fix and it's going to yeah. work. Well, it's a Toyota. Um, it might work, but you can't right. do a, you can't do a trip over hundred miles. You know, right? right. Um, at some point, you got to shift, right, Becky? Yeah. And. You. Mm-hmm. And, and when you have a regulated nervous system, I mean, truly, not only do you get the benefits, but everybody around you, it's a huge difference, it right? Is. It is. And,
0: it's, and it goes back to this like co-regulation, like we're constantly impacted energetically by the people that we are surrounded by and that we're in. and But we have this power to be the one that regulates to help others regulate.
1: Definitely. And when we feel so frustrated and unsure and overwhelmed by our kids' behavior, you really do have to pull back and try to regulate because co-regulation is real. Just yeah. like that coworker that you avoid because they're so anxious um, or nasty or whatever it is, it's the same with our kids. Yeah. Um, and when we really are the And not perfect, but we try our best to regulate. We talk about regulation. We show it. Our kids get the benefit of it too. And as well as when they're dysregulated, we're more equipped at supporting them, right? Mm. Because isn't that what happened? Remember when Ryder was having a hard time and you pulled back and you were like, I'm going to be the get up, I'm going to meditate, and I'm going to regulate. Yep. Yep.
0: Well, and, and, and absolutely. And just this morning, my friends will ground this, this conversation in this experience just this morning, you know, my eldest is sick. My youngest is like, he has a just, um, complete loses it because he can't find this pair of socks. And I don't know, he, this kid with his darn socks, you know, he's got to have specific socks and Ryland the oldest always, anyway, it's a sock. He is just, he's out of sorts. And what do, what do most of the time we want to go in? We want to go in. We want to tell him. We want to fix him. We want it to stop. And, and because of our conversation and your guidance and the work that I've done, I just went in and held space for him and just held him. And it wasn't like, you need to do this. You need to do that. It was just showing up and, I, and then breathing, yeah. being calm, yeah. being able, and, then, and then holding enough space. Eventually, he regulated. That's Right and he and we were able to move on there was nothing i said or i did externally that impacted right. him it was just it was it was coming within me because it, it's hard dr ro you know like our kids so they trigger hard. us we get in a tizzy and it never Absolutely. it never makes anything better and and it's not our fault it's it's just it's it's kind of how we were raised and and how right. we respond so it's not our fault and you know these practices of meditating, of breathing, of setting our boundaries. Of, you know, it 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 helps us get into that state, and then our kids are like, oh, boom, boom, boom. It's like, a, you know, like a, yeah. like an energy.
1: But you taught your kid an important lesson. He was frustrated, and he had to find his own way to regulate. He did. I yeah. There's nothing I could do to fix him. I couldn't nope. regulate his nervous system for him. Nope. I can just, I could just be the space for that. That's right. And you know what, just by there, by being a comfort, right? And you didn't overly reassure him. You didn't allow for avoidant behavior. He had to, you know, I call it the, you know, Bruce Banner Hulk, right? So you had to go into the Hulk a little bit. And then he was like, I'm Bruce Banner. And he pulled it together. And, you know, when we lead by example, I also do a lot of um, what they call metacognitive talk. So uh, when my I still do it today, but when my kids were really little, I would problem solve out loud. So I'd be like, "Okay, I can't believe I'm late and I can't find my keys. Let me think it through. The last time I had my keys were here. I'm going to go check. And then I'd be like, I got my keys. You know what I mean? And then, (laughs) you know, and then my kids would be like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? And so then when they do stuff, they don't freak out anymore because they've heard what's in my head. Right. And, you know, we have to make the implicit explicit. But that was a beautiful thing you did for him by letting him understand Yes, you're gonna get frustrated. It's a real emotion. Yes. I don't have to stay there. I don't have to be rescued. I yes. don't have to be overly reassured. And um you uh also didn't uh personalize his behavior. No, yeah, I probably want to say, put the damn socks oh, on. Oh my you gosh, I, mean? I wanted to take the socks and just like bonk him on the Give head. The like a bonker on it, right? right? You know I mean? Yeah, but you didn't because you shared your calm.
0: Yeah. You know? It, it, it truly is ma- it's the magic. It, it really It is the magic.
1: Is. It's not it easy is, though.
0: It, it no it's no, no it's it's the opposite of what we want to do. Right? And what right. we're triggered in. You know, yeah. we want to fix it. We want it to stop. But I what I really do believe it's sharing the calm is also creating a safe place for our kids to feel these big emotions. And I think that's And not be ashamed, right? Right. Like we have to move through these emotions. That's what I love about kids. They have this big, right, you know, huge tantrum and then they're fine five minutes later. They they move the energy where we just, we're like, ooh, can't feel that. Stick it down, stick it down. And then our body holds that energy.
1: Absolutely. So
0: we have to to move. It's safe to feel sad. It's safe to feel angry. It's safe to feel all these things. It's part of the
1: human condition. Yeah. What we came for. And, And, you know, what I want to say to parents, so like, you know, when it's normal developmental, right, Mm. uh, you're going to get less resistance. Your kids will need less reinforcement. It doesn't matter if your kid is 3, 10, or 21. It's always possible. Mm. And when there's a clinical issue, they can learn this too. It just requires more reinforcement. Mm. The payoff is awesome. Because I've been doing this. And so like having an almost 18 year old, he should be more dysregulated. Mm -hmm. And in fact, during the teenage years, he got more and more regulated, even with serious clinical issues, Mm. because the reinforcement, the practice, the the pride at a subconscious level in his own success, and also the understanding that he could tolerate it, right? Right. Yeah. Like he's got to at that subconscious level, be like, okay, I don't like this feeling, but I can do it. Um, and, you know, when his nerve, when his nervous system and your nervous system or hurt your child's nervous system of any-, any age learns to be more regulated, they just can deal with stuff better is the point of that. Yeah. Whether it's developmental or clinical, your kid is just going to be better equipped. And we all have certain kids like, you know, I have one kid who came out easier you know, it is what it is. You happen to have three kids are easy. One that's not, well, guess what? You're lucky. Yeah. You know, because kids get dysregulated. So sharing your calm, you know, don't call it self-care. We're not going to call it self-care. It's really investing in your own physical and mental health.
0: It's, it's a, it's, it's your, it's, it's your life. It's like everything. It's, It truly is going to fill your cup in a way that nothing else can, you know, no massage or, you know, I mean, it it really, and and what's so beautiful Dr. Rowe is it doesn't take that much time, you know, and and how much time you've saved when you stay regulated, because then you're not creating yelling, you're not
1: this, you're yeah. not avoiding, you're not upset, yeah. you know, it's, it's better. And, and, it, and it, you know, you just feel better, you, you know, you feel more equipped. Yeah. You're also much clearer about the energy. When you talked about the energy yeah. of toxic people and things, you're so much clearer because mm. you are feeling good. So yes. you're like, oh, that doesn't feel right. Ooh. yes, I'm not, I'm not going to her house for dinner she's a, totally. she's an energy vampire, yeah. you know, whatever, <laughs> or he, or he, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes like, uh, my husband was like, there's a small little country club near me and uh, people are generally nice there. And, and he said, Hey, do you want to join it? Cause you know, he's a golfer and he goes to a golf only club. And I said, you know, I can't go there. I, I can't, mm-hmm. I, and if it was a holistic. Yeah. Country club. Yeah, I'm down. You know what I mean? I yeah. I'll be the president. <laughs> but I was like I can't be in that kind of climate talking to people, you know, why how it's okay to have Cheetos. I just can't. Yeah. It's not going to happen, totally. you know. So, so I hope everybody is inspired and feels like, "Wait a second, I could do 10 minutes. I can do yeah. 10 minutes. Get up 10 yeah. minutes earlier." Yeah. And do your breath work in your
0: bed before yes. you get up. Oh, I mean, just being consistent with that will change your life.
1: I mean, true that. Yeah, absolutely. And we know through research that, you know, 40 days of Zen meditation, right. um, Will change your brain, but breath work is a lot, you know, is the foundation. So if you're doing 10 minutes of breath work a day, wow. You're going to have not only a mental, but you're going to have a physiological positive response. Yes. Um, it's going to be great for you. And it opens up space
0: for more positive changes.
1: Absolutely. like It's just,
0: it's just the beginning. Okay.
1: Before we go, please, yes. let's talk about your podcast. Yay! So you've been in the background supporting me and knowing I've been working this for a year and a half. So I have this podcast. It's called, it's going to be okay with Dr. Rosie Ann, and it's the you know, it's designed to be the resource for parents' behavior and mental health. Mm. And, you know, people contact me from all over the world. And yes, I still work one-on-one with people, but not everybody can, yeah. right? It's, it's uh, you know, and I wanted people to have actionable tips and tools and a resource from a professional who really knows what they're doing, which is me. So <laughs> that's 30 years of experience. Mm -hmm. And the podcast episodes, except when I have beautiful guests like Becky, are short. They're under 15 minutes. Perfect. So people can binge listen. I am doing, you know, a lot of the clinical areas that people are faced with. ADHD, executive functioning, anxiety, depression, OCD. Because people aren't supporting those groups of people. Mm -hmm. And kids have clinical issues. So I wanted you to have real information up-to-date science-backed solutions and actual tips and tools. And that is exactly what this podcast is about. Um, And I really just hope like it's done out of my heart. And uh, you know, you're listening to me, you know, I'm a straight shooter. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wanted people to feel hope. Mm -hmm. And I really hear people struggling more than I could have imagined when I started 30 years ago. And it's kind of breaking my heart. But I want people to feel inspired for change in their own capability. And every mother is really the CEO. And this podcast will give you the way to do it. So, you know. Oh, I'm
0: so excited. I just, I mean, it's just, I know it's been so much heart and soul that you've been putting into all of this. And now you have just another resource for people to listen and to learn and to grow and to, just support moms because we need it. I can't wait. I'm going to make sure that the link to the podcast is on, is in the show notes. So you can just hit it, go right over and just get your fill of this. Well, thank you for
1: sharing it, mama, you know, and uh, my honor. yes. So I'm grateful. And, you know, I do take requests for, for people who are in our Facebook group, natural parenting solutions, like we're basing podcasts on what people need and what you. I'm hearing people need the steps. Yeah. And that's what this is about.
0: I would love to put the link to your group too. So, Oh, so, so I move. will give that to you. Okay. Perfect. Yes. I'm in it. I'm in it. So I'll, I, I know yes. we'll make sure that we get it. Dr. Roe. I just love you. You truly I are. love you, Becky. That's a soul sister. And I'm just, it, this is just so much fun and it's so great. And I just, Like this is everything, this podcast. Like it really is. You know, everyone's looking for this quick fix and it's not, you're never going to get that. It's every, all the change begins within.
1: Yeah. And we're all, we're all capable of it. Don't let anybody tell you that we're not and that you need a pill to fix it. Cause that's a bunch of hogwash.
0: Oh, isn't it? Isn't it? All right. Well, thank (laughs) you, Dr. Rowe. I love you. Thank you to our listeners. I love you too. And we'll catch you on the next Hippie Moms podcast. Bye.